You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning and welcome in to the Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the number if you'd like to jump in on the show with us this morning. Twitter at or X at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. And the email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download that Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. And you can take us with you anywhere you go. They also have a chat box up in the right-hand corner there if you want to send us a message. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, believe me, you don't want it. If you're looking to build that fence, that deck, that pergola, then you want to head down to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Um Dad, good morning. How are you? Uh, looks like we're going to have another weird weather day today. Uh, this weather sure is warm here uh, for for October and November. I guess it is now. Yeah, a little bit. Um, a lot of several things I'll just briefly skim over, and then we can talk about them. We welcome your calls if you wish. The gambling situation has been uh, finalized a little bit more in that if um, – if I'm a football player at the University of Alabama and I bet on another sport, then I get a I am out for a year. Uh, that's uh, revised a little bit from what it has been. I think it's a real shame for these Iowa guys that they don't, they're not getting the break of that, and I, I think their coach is upset about it, and I don't blame them. As far as betting on your own sport, I forgot what the rule on that was, Barry. But if you bet if 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 you're in, involved in a sport. At your school, and you bet on another sport at your school, not your team, but another team, then you get a year's uh, probation. Games tonight: Virginia and Louisville. I think uh, Virginia's uh, Louisville's twenty-point favorite in that game tonight. Mississippi State had a big win last night. They beat Arizona State seventy-one sixty-six. Good win for them. Draft eligible juniors can play in all-star games. In, in football, like the Senior Bowl, All-American Bowl, and those kinds of things. Uh, Jaden Daniels, uh, the fine quarterback at, um, at LSU, is back at practice, so that's good for them. Michigan now has come out, and they have warned the NCAA. All of this is a 10-page deal to the NCAA. Here's uh, to, uh, to uh, Big Ten, pardon me. Here's a reason for all of this. They want to be darn sure that they're not knocked out of the final four if they get a chance to play. Uh, they have a ten. Uh, they have a ten-page due process letter um, uh, saying that it was more prevalent around. I'm not arguing. I'm just telling you what they said. More prevalent uh, than than people have known about the cheat about the uh, scouting. Uh, they don't want any rush to judgment. Uh, they got their board of trustees to send the, the NC uh, the Big Ten note saying, we're not bringing a knife to a gunfight. Uh, we're going to, we're going to go after you if you try to do anything to hurt 
uh, Michigan, you get you got to wait until the due process is over. And basically, all this is is, is to be darn sure that uh, if for some reason they were to beat Ohio State, uh, they would not be knocked out of going to the uh, Final Four. So I think that's that's a big deal there. Um, that's really uh, about all I have. Um, can't think of anything else I wrote down. Um, so Elaine Kiffin says that uh, uh, Ole Miss has not anything to lose, so they go lose, as we said yesterday, and so they're going to play loose and goosey and and ready to go. So if you have any comment about the gambling stuff, you can, uh, about the all-star stuff or about the Michigan situation, Barry and I will welcome your calls. Uh, basketball is getting started good. I'm not going to name every basketball game that was played, but I do like for the people in the SEC to kind of know what happened there. And as I said, State had a good win over Arizona State. Um. The thing that makes me frustrated about the Michigan thing, it's a, t- it's like you're, uh, you ever had somebody do something wrong and then they start telling on somebody else, uh, they're like, like, like tattletales. They don't, when, when it's on them, then they start to talk about what everybody else has done. Uh, they, they look like to me little tattletales. Yeah, yeah, we did it, but so and so's doing it and they're doing it and they're doing it. So if you come after us, then you're going to have to get all of them too. Uh, they come across as petty and tattletales to me. Do you see it that way? Uh, yeah, I think they are. I, I think that they're, they're the one biggest thing that they have, they got a 9-0 team. They have a chance, a chance. So they have to play Penn State, and that's not a, that's not a lock. I think they'll beat Penn State. Most people don't. Uh, and it may be completely over. It may be they'll lose either to Penn State or to, Mich- uh, to, to Ohio State. Uh, but they will want due process to set in where the, if the – Big Ten can't jump up there and, and find that without absolutely proving it, that uh, what they did was not something that everybody else did. Here's the difference, y'all. I think, and I, I'm sure Barry agrees, um, in Michigan's case, they sent somebody. They sent a body over there. They bought tickets. These other things, yes, they, they say everybody does a little of this. They may, uh, one assistant coach may call another assistant coach and say, what's their signals? Tell me their signals. You don't like them. Give me their signals. So they, that, that's there's nothing wrong with that. That's, but the, the thing that Michigan did is they sent a, a they sent a person to watch or, or more than one to to scout games, and that's that's whether you like it or not. And I heard a football player. They said, "Well, they shouldn't. You know, that's that's, that's well, it, 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 what the rule says is you can't do that. So uh, that's the problem." Yeah, I just, they come across. I just, I don't like it when people just out out lie. Uh, and Michigan did it, and uh, now they're trying to justify. It. They're trying to hide behind lawyers. That's, that's one of the problems with courtrooms today in America. You can just get in there and make up stuff and lie almost. They don't want. They don't want Jim leaving either. And they also came out with some stuff about when firing our football coach over stuff. So ten pa- ten pages, Barry. Yeah. All right, let's get to the uh, Yellowwood hotline and get Bryce into the show. Good morning, Bryce. Morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I uh, I really w- was impressed with the way this Alabama basketball team played together no longer than they've been together. I think it could be an interesting team if it continues to gel and uh, they get more experience with each other. What's y'all's comment on the game? I just... I, you, 
I'm going to equate this to my team. Uh, my team, the first game, made 10 threes. We were like 10 for, I think, 24 from three. But are we going to shoot like that all the time? No. And I don't think you can make, after one game, you can make any prediction of what any team is. Teams change over time. Uh, you have one night where you're really hot, one night when you're not, one night when you, So I think people want to try to figure out what this Alabama team is after one game against, you know, a, an inferior an opponent, you got to just let it play out and just watch it. I, and I agree. It. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It so could I, be I, don't, I don't. I think they they've replaced a lot of guys that they lost, uh, which is difficult to do. And we'll see as the competition sure. ramps up uh, what this team is. I think it's got a chance to be good though. I just don't know enough hey. about their personnel. I know a, a couple of players, but the deep personnel, I don't know about. Hey guys. Uh, y'all like Antonio Langham? Y'all know who he is, right? Yeah. I listened to him yesterday. What he said made a lot of sense, guys. Uh, how do you expect his opinion? What do you think about him? Well, I don't know about his opinion. You know, there was a problem there, of course. Wasn't that the one where he, he signed on a napkin? Oh, yeah, but, you know, that was... Well, that I mean, was I, I, nobody, nobody listened to us, so we don't know his opinion. You can give it. You can give it to us. Yeah, what is his opinion? Where, where did you well, hear his opinion? Well, uh, I listened to uh, to Wes and uh, and then and uh, oh, Steve and uh, the guy uh, Drew DeArmond was on there yesterday. They were in. They were in having an interview with uh, with uh, Antonio. What you know? What he said about the hit. What's up? He said he thought it was a good tackle. That's the way they were supposed to do it. However, I don't think it's targeted unless you automatically leave with your head. I mean, and y'all going to get mad. You may hang up on me, Barry. We got to move on from that hit. It was called yeah. the way it was. It's, if, it's, been, it's, if it's against Milrow, you'd be having a fit. It, it's been beat to <laughs> death. Lane Kiffin had a comment about all the Alabama people got all up Yeah, yeah we don't about hear it. all that. But. It depends on whose shoes you're standing in, whether you think it's a good hit or not. That, sure. that, that hit could have been called either way, and you couldn't argue it. Well, Unless you're an I Alabama fan, you're going to argue it. If you're an LSU fan, you're going to argue it the other way. So we're wasting time talking about sure. that hit. I'm a, I really think it, it's good that they're looking out for the student athlete, especially the ones that leave with their head and meant to do it. But if you tackle like that, and the reason why they called it, he fell down on it. That's the reason why they called a penalty. Uh, but I down. think we need to quit promoting uh, football down. and let them go back to playing football. If they leave with their head, that's targeting. You know, that's just my opinion. Everybody's got one. Yep. Coach, one more thing. Uh, do you know anything about what time your little thing is a couple of weeks? No, I, he called me yesterday. I think it's 6 o'clock, I believe. I, I'm not sure. I, I think it's 6 o'clock. They, they meet for whatever kind of hour they have prior to 6 o'clock. Um, it's on the 21st, which is uh, Tuesday of the Tuesday. football game. Yeah. yeah, that's what you said. Yep. Well, uh, that's all I wanted to say. But, uh, okay. Thank you, Bryce. He's something else, guys, at Antonio. To, you know, he coaches with, with Sam. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what yeah. high school is it they uh, Sam Shade, is that who he's coaching with? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Thank you, Bryce. Uh, all right, get right back to the Yellowwood hotline. Uh, no, catch that call, see who that is. Um, 
All right, we'll go ahead and get to break. We got a phone call coming. We'll get that. You can talk. I'm so tired of hearing about that hit. Uh, it is what it is. Um, did not get out of the game. It could have been called either way. It depends on who you are as to whether you thought it was legal or not. But if you get a poll of 100 officials, you get 50-50. Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. Pick up and delivery. They'll come right to you. Pick up all that cleaning. Uh, you're getting that winter stuff down. Eventually, we're going to have to wear it. So you want to get it cleaned, they'll come pick it all up, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. Uh, if you give them a call, 205-391-0034. If you want to drop off University Boulevard over at Bridge Avenue at North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. For all your cleaning needs, Royal Cleaners, 205-391-0034. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic still moving pretty well. We do see a bit of congestion on McFarland out by Rose Boulevard and a couple of spots on Skyland at McFarland and 69. If you see other conditions, give me a call. 2468 up to $10,000 in instant savings now on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Thursday morning. The Alabama Community College System Board of Trustees has approved the selection of Jonathan Coe as the new president of Shelton State Community College. He has served in multiple roles at the college since 2015, most recently as Dean of Workforce and Economic Development. He replaces Chris Cox, who moved up to the State Community College System. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage throughout the day. It's absolutely free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds gradually increasing today. The high for this afternoon around 78. Cloudy tonight. The chance of a few scattered showers. The low at 58. Tomorrow a cool day. Cloudy with some light rain at times. The high tomorrow at 67 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Need to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel for exclusive content. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If he doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, guys, you don't want it. All right, get to the Yellowwood hotline and bring in our main man, Tom. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Morning, Barry. How are you? Coach, this morning. Good morning, Coach. We're okay. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. I read uh, yesterday, I was curious about the uh, baseball and, well, different. Yesterday was a big signing day for a lot of sports in college. But I, uh, since Jackson, your son, uh, came on to the scene and was being recruited and all like that, I took an interest in baseball recruiting. And so uh, yesterday when everybody signed, I, I started reading, you know, about who went where and all that kind of thing, which is interesting to me. Because you see where kids go, then you kind of keep up with them, see how they develop. Do you agree with that? Yeah, sure. I think that's so interesting. Even in football, if they don't come to Alabama, but we recruited them real hard and they end up going somewhere else, it's always interesting to me to see how they turn out. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, I noticed LSU, 
I believe they signed five of the top ten baseball players in the United States. Say it again, sorry. <laughs> and um, so they're they're loading up again. And uh, I was reading Jackson's uh, bio. Auburn was really thrilled to get a, a quality individual like Jackson, quality player. I noticed he was ranked number 90 in the United States, which I thought was outstanding at 6'3", 195. Yeah, now you're, you're talking about a different kid. Uh, that's Jack. They, they signed two kids. It's kind of weird. Jackson Sanders. And Jack Sanders' oh, son. Hey, you're right. I'm wrong. I thought that was our Jack. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a there is a Jackson Sanders. Um, well, then my phone call ain't from Kraft. No, nah, well, and Auburn, Auburn hasn't. Uh, they wanted to get everybody's in. They haven't released out the signees and all yet. Now some of the kids posted it or whatever. But in like perfect game. But I think their perfect game had their class yesterday ranked fourth in the country, uh, which was It which is. Was good. Yeah. I, I was yeah. going to say that, and I thought Jack was like one of the building blocks of that class. No, well, he's, he's, all those kids are uh, really uh, good. Got to meet them all on their official visit down there a couple weeks ago. And okay, well, what, the, the real question I had is uh, I thought that's a pretty good rating uh, coming out of high school and uh, considering how many – Kids are being recruited in uh, in the country. Yeah, and um, and and Coach Thompson, uh, you know, he uh, the quote I read was he was very pleased with his class, and there was a lot of kids from Alabama in his class. Yeah, a lot. Actually, a a, a kid that played at Northridge that uh, pitches out at Shelton, Bodie Vale. Uh, Bodie's a great kid. Uh, played basketball at Northridge baseballs over at Shelton. Now he signed with Auburn as well yesterday. So two local kids going down there. And then uh, I wanted to ask this. In, in Jack's case, he's 6'3", 195, right? Jack, Jack, my Jack or Jack's son? Your Jack. My Jack is now, he's uh, he's 6'5", about 225. Is he up that big? <laughs> yeah, he's gotten big, yeah. God, well, hey, he's uh, and he's left-handed. Yeah, yeah. You're joking me. No, he's no, not he's gonna a... be in college long. Wait. Six three, uh, six five, two twenty five, and when he gets to Auburn with that weight program, don't you think they'll put weight on him? Well, he's got. I hope good, not. Yeah, he's 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 not. I mean, he's got good weight on now. Uh, he just, you know, they got good pitching. Guys down there, they just hired the guy from the Chicago White Sox. The guy that was the pitching coach for uh, Mississippi State is down there with him now. And then Butch is a pitching guy as well. So if you're a pitcher, uh, I know Alabama, Jason Jackson, those guys do a terrific job out there. Uh, but Auburn is very equipped with uh, coaches to really develop these kids down there as well. And that six five two twenty five. That is. Freaking amazing! I never dreamed that he was that big. And uh, but the it thing about it doesn't, so help, him the, it doesn't help him five. on the basketball court because he had five, four fouls in about five minutes the other day. <laughs> Being so big, he, every time he bumped into somebody, they called a foul. He couldn't catch a break uh, the other night. He's because he's playing basketball for me now as well. So yeah, I knew that. But uh, but uh, to me, his his future lies in, in baseball sure. is the way I'm reading the tea leaves with him. And um, 
But I, I was curious. I, I, I apologize for having everything so mixed up, but I got led astray uh, by by the article I was reading, and I, I guess I got so excited for Jack and all this kind yeah. of stuff and wanting him to be successful. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I appreciate uh, that. And and then on top of that, uh, I wanted to know: Do you, you at six five two twenty five? You're saying his weight is good for for endurance, and that's what they look for in pitchers, isn't it? They, they want them up there above 200 for the endurance factor. Is that correct? Yeah, like that and just power, uh, power pushing off the mound. But, you know, you see slender guys that uh, they can sling it too. So it's just the timing and, uh, you know, long tossing and doing all the things you got to do to to develop. Uh, and then you got those strikes as well. Uh, so, you know, size is good, and, and they look at his potential and, uh, think his best days are, uh, you know, when he gets into his early twenties that he could really be something. So I look forward to following, hoping that he, yeah, he me too. To I, I, so. Congratulations anyway on, uh, he did sign yesterday. Am I correct yes, on that? Yes, he did. We just hadn't, he just hadn't. Yes. So he's got the letter of intent, all that's out of the way. Well, congratulations. Y'all have a big party for him. Uh, we're going to, they're going to do a signing date deal at his school in December for all. They had a uh, girl over there. Do you remember Kareem McNeil that played football at Alabama? Yeah. So Kareem's yeah. daughter is a elite track athlete. Uh, she's one of the fastest yes. and she's, I've seen she's, her in the paper. she's committed to North Carolina. I actually signed with North Carolina yesterday. So I think they're going to do a signing day for all the kids at sometime in December. Uh, but so. you didn't have, you didn't throw a little bash for uh Jack nah, we didn't throw a I let him practice basketball and ran him some for it. I let him <laughs> run. <laughs> See you, Barry. Thanks Thank for you. taking my call. All right, back up to the Yellowwood hotline and get uh, Philip into the show. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. Uh, Barry, Barry, I just wanted to um, congratulate you and your family on, on uh, Jackson signing with Auburn. I think that's fantastic. I wish him. Uh, all the work in the world and prosperity and, and health and happiness at Auburn. So I, congratulations. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. I, I think you'll like it down there. It's, uh, Auburn has changed so much. I grew up in Lynette and still live in Lynette, which is only about 25 miles away, and I go down there a lot. And I'm going to tell you what, that campus has changed so much in the last five or six years. It's just unbelievable to me. It's not even like the same place. It's it's uh yeah, it's changed a lot and they they've really upgraded the facilities. Everything's right there. You got baseball, football, and then the new Neville Arena is right across the street. Mm-hmm. So everything's right there, which is nice. Yeah, well, I'm I'm really happy for them. And, but anyway, that's why I call Barry. I'm uh, I'm fresh out of football anecdotes for the day, and <laughs> it's a big. big Big game Saturday. I got um, one of my doctor friends. He's big Bama fan. He he says we're the we were the only station or only show yesterday early talking about this Kentucky game. He's worried, like Dad, that people aren't taking this game serious enough. Uh, Philip, do you believe that? Uh, those those gentlemen are exactly right. I'm um, I, I'm concerned, Barry. You really uh, elaborated on it pretty well yesterday. I thought you and, and Wimp did too. I'm I'm real concerned about a hog the ball episode Saturday by Kentucky, and especially if we have some three and outs. If we have a bunch of three and outs and and or five play drives that end up with punts, that's gee, whew, I don't like that. Yeah, we're going to have to move the ball and keep the ball, and we're going to score. We do, and I think you got to you know they've kind of stayed away from the turnover, so you don't want that to raise its head. And they've gotten away. I don't think people get enough credit for. 
They're not getting as many penalties as well, so they seem to be playing cleaner games. Yeah, Alabama's, Alabama's played a lot better, but I'll tell you what, Alabama's got some really good positives, and you, you start from the back to the front, and the, the secondary is good. I think Alabama's linebackers are really good, and they can run to the football. Uh, when, um, when Deontay Lawson went out the other night, I'm not trying to be mean or, or sassy or anything, but I thought Alabama improved, and I'm sorry he got hurt. But I think Alabama sort of got better at that point. Um, the defensive line is doing a, a pretty good job. They over-pursue sometimes, but they've been doing that for 25 years. Um, you know, the offense, we've got some receivers that can, can catch it and go. I really love Kendrick Law. He brings a lot of electricity and a lot of power to the game. And I think that guy, if you asked him, he'd play running back if you asked him. Yeah. Uh, I think these guys are like getting their roles. Um, uh, just not sure what Justin Haynes, I guess there's just too much depth there. I guess you can't play five running backs. Uh, so. Well, you know, I, I'm hoping that all that's been ironed out and that, that there's any ruffles, any feathers of a ruffle got ironed out in October because, you know, justice can be the man next year. And I, I think everything is probably okay there. I was a little bit worried there for a while, but, um, you know, he can he can tote the mail next year. Yeah. Coach knows as much as he wants to tote it. If Coach can handle the uh, Tua Jalen thing and let it work out as well as it did, then he can handle that for sure. So, thank you, Philip. Hey, y'all be good. All right, uh, there's Philip. There, we'll get to uh, this break and uh, we'll get to uh, JC. Uh, two minute truck out at thirteen thirty Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Whereas local, out of town, out of state, that's the professionals handle it. Give them a call today. 205-247-5050. That's two men in a truck movers. Who care? Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic still moving pretty well. We do see a bit of congestion on McFarland out by Rose Boulevard and a couple of spots on Skyland at McFarland and 69. If you see other conditions, give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings now on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Are you ready to win? For championship. Heading for the pylon. Get the race. Wins the race. Touchdown, Alabama. Built by Bama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide head to Lexington to battle Kentucky. Our coverage begins at 8 a.m. on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Mr. SEC Tournament, Wimp Sanderson, gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood Pressure Tree Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, you don't want it. If you're going to build the last, only one product. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, it's Thursday, so you know uh, we're going to our main man, JC, the owner of the BigSpur.com. Got several podcasts. We'll talk about it throughout at the end of the show. Good morning, JC. How are you? Hey, JC. Good morning, coaches. How are you guys today? We're good. Um, 
Give me a scenario where Kentucky can beat Alabama, uh, JC. Dad and I talked about maybe ball control, keep the ball the entire game, churn first downs, uh, if Alabama makes a mistake or two, where they kind of limit the possessions. Is that the best uh, game plan for a team like Kentucky versus this Alabama team? Yeah, I would think so. That's how Mark Stoops has been winning. I mean, they're they're basically a ball control team. They you know, their offensive line the last two years probably hasn't been uh, like it was when they called it the Big Blue Wall or whatever. Uh, they go get those kids out of Ohio, and that that state's always loaded with good offensive linemen, and they've done a good job recruiting at that spot. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, I don't know. This this matchup sort of plays right now in Bama's hands. I, I think. You know, it, it, it's tough to just line up and run it on Alabama's defense, right? Um, now, Devin Leary's gotten better the last couple of weeks. They do have some talent on the perimeter. Uh, their receivers went through kind of a period where they would drop a lot of passes. and They're starting to get better at catching it. Um, you know, big momentum win at Mississippi State. Mississippi State was missing starting quarterback, starting running back, though. Um, so their defense got the best uh, of the Bulldogs uh, in Starkville. But uh, – yeah, you know, it wasn't one of those games where, you know, Mississippi State was necessarily at full strength. So I, I don't know. I think Alabama's probably going to go. I think the game will be physical because that's how Kentucky plays. But as long as Bama, uh, as they can, are very capable of doing, matches their physicality, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how Kentucky, uh, beats them, you know, and, and you got to keep in mind too. Uh, Kentucky always, you know, they, they, they don't always play Alabama, you know, especially up there. So this is a gigantic game for them. So there's going to be some nerves. There's going to be some attention paid to the helmets and, 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 and uniforms on the other side. Um, you know, we all know the history there. Bear Bryant coached at Kentucky before he coached at Alabama with a stop at A&M between. So, uh, the, I don't know who was all maybe alive during that era in Kentucky, but there is some history there. But, uh, you know, I, I think this would be the biggest win of Mark Stoops' career if he could knock off Alabama, and he's had a lot of good ones. But, uh, you know, you, you just don't – my friend Josh Fate, you guys know Josh, he, he calls Kentucky a spider web team, and you can't get caught in their spider web because then you look up and it's 14-13 in the fourth and – they got momentum and, and you can kind of get eaten, you know. Uh, you got to you got to kind of knock them out, and uh, that's the key for Alabama. You know, whether it's Milrow making a big run or you know a good big play on defense, getting a turnover, you know, sacks, whatever. Uh, Alabama's got to go out and establish momentum and not not fall into the spider web on Saturday. Yep, yeah. Uh, I guess uh, the next game to talk about would be Ole Miss and Georgia. I know Auburn game is big around here and Tennessee and Missouri is big. But Ole Miss, as Lane says, they have nothing to lose, so let's play loose, which means they'll uh, they'll run they'll run it on fourth down. Um, I, I, it's 11, 11 and a half last I heard. This Georgia team, uh, for for me, I don't know about our fans, for me is well coached. Uh, yeah. and I think I think the preparation that that he does with his team is darn good. He has good players, but they seem to work really hard during the week. From what I can gather, you, you, your comment on Ole Miss Georgia. They don't panic either. You know, I mentioned. You know, you don't let Kentucky stick around for Bam. I mean, uh, Georgia. They've had some games this year. They've been in trouble. You know, yeah. South Carolina, uh, Auburn. 
Uh, even Missouri on last Saturday, Missouri played very well and gave them a game. But you're right, and it's that resiliency. And I'll say this about Kirby Smart. You know, I think, you know, for a guy that played for a national championship in just his second year, you know, and has won a bunch of games and elevated that program, you don't really think about coaching growth. You know, oh, how much has he really grown? I think he's grown more as a coach than just about anybody in the country since he's gotten that job. I mean, he's that program's gone to the next level, but he also, as a head coach, has taken it to the next level, and he kind of sets the tone for everybody there. And, and and they have a lot of alignment. They're all on the same page. Their kids don't panic. Um, I don't think that as a roster, I'm sorry for the dog. There's a rabbit in the yard. Uh, he, uh, he doesn't let, uh, he, he doesn't let them panic, you know, I mean, and they don't, they're, they're cool as cucumbers. So a team like Ole Miss, they're going to come out and maybe try some razzle dazzle and maybe they catch you with your pants down and they'll get a little momentum early, but, you know, Georgia usually stays the course. Um, 11 and a half, I don't know who I'd take in that situation because I think it will be a relatively close game. Uh, but, uh, you know, as far as the money line goes, I'd probably put it on on Georgia. Uh, if it were in Oxford, maybe you think something different. But, uh, you know, I, I still think Georgia at home has a, a really good shot to win it. Uh, JC, this Michigan situation um... – it's almost like when you bring your kids in, you bring one of them in and you're going to get on to them and they start telling you what somebody else did, not about what they did. They start, it's a, it's a tattletale syndrome. Uh, so yeah, they got caught and now they're going to tell on everybody else. That's despicable to me, uh, to be quite honest with you. It looks like that's going to be, uh, their defense. Yeah, we did it, but everybody, uh, we shared it with everybody else and they did it too. Uh, makes me sick. Your thoughts? Oh yeah. It's the whole Big Ten, man. I mean, people, people won't listen to me about this. The, the Big Ten, uh, we gotta ask, I mean, as much crap as the SEC t- has taken through the year, right? I, I think at this point, we gotta ask ourselves, is the Big Ten good for college football? Because this is the same conference to try to cancel, unilaterally cancel the whole season in 2020. This is the same conference that's had multiple bad scandals at the administrative level, including Michigan State, uh, Penn State, uh, all those scandals. Uh, it's all the Big Ten. Somebody from Iowa got kicked off the team for gambling the other day. Um, you know, you've got this, and then apparently there's four or five other Big Ten schools that have documented and stolen signals, but then they say it's legal because they just do it off a of TV tape. So they're all kind of doing the same thing. Um, you got Michigan, and, and, and they've been caught doing it to the next level with a staffer dressed up in, in another team's coaching garb at Central Michigan. Uh, you know, you, you think if Auburn had a coach on the sidelines and Bama was playing Troy, and then the Auburn coach sitting there with a Troy. I mean, would that happen in our, in our part of the country? No. Um, it, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, and this, uh, not to mention this league ter- basically took little brother and terminated. I mean, he's like, he's like they're like Michael Corleone. They killed Fredo, uh, you know, killing the Pac-12 like they did. I mean, this this it is a rogue league. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. They they are not good for college football. They're backstabbers. They they they, they sit there and they, they they want this whole national conference. They don't. They, they talk about how much they care about academics, student athletes. They're making volleyball players fly from Piscataway, New Jersey, to Los Angeles or Eugene for ball games. 
I mean, come on, man. And, and, and are they going to do anything about this? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, I mean, I just, it's that whole league. And, and I, you know, <laughs> they sit there and run their mouths about the SEC and talk academics and all this stuff all the time. But, but you look at the, look at their actions, not their words. And, and that league, you know, it's a problem. And people need to start addressing it because it, it, it is a problem. People point fingers at the SEC all the time. You know, they got mad and formed that stupid little alliance because Sankey added Texas and Oklahoma. Well, what was the response to that? They killed a league with 110 years of history that was supposed to be their buddy. You know, like I said, they killed Fredo. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's like, uh, you know, and so, so who, who's bad for college football? You know, Texas and Oklahoma are right there in the footprint. It makes sense to add them. The Big 12 responded, and they have a pretty nice conference now. Uh, but but who, who's bad? Who's bad for – you tell me that. Who's yeah. bad for college football? True. I didn't think about that way, but I think, I think you're 100% right. That Yeah, I mean, just look at the scandals. and I mean, look at Michigan State. I mean, you know, anytime something Northwestern, although I, I think Pat Fitzgerald got railroaded. But, but I mean, anytime we have one of these big – abuse scandals or whatever, chances are it comes out of the Big Ten. Yeah. That. Um, where, where is Arkansas and Auburn going, both both programs? Uh, Auburn is um, is uh, going to have a hard time at Arkansas, in my opinion. Arkansas played darn good, and they've lost some close games, uh, especially the Mississippi State deal. Um I, I know Ar- Auburn's okay coaching wise. Is is Arkansas okay coaching wise? Or are they all upset? Well, they they were they were after that Mississippi State game. They were getting mad, but you know, uh, to use another uh, Godfather reference, you know, they had to whack somebody, <laughs> and they whacked their they whacked Dan Enos, uh, which is funny because their offense until Mississippi State, they've been scoring pretty. Pretty regularly in the twenties and thirties, but uh, and then they they did it against Florida. They scored thirty nine. That was a huge win for them, coach, because that keeps them in the mix for bowl eligibility. Uh, you know the, their schedule's pretty manageable moving forward. I mean, Missouri's going to be tough, but that's the Fayetteville. Uh, and it, you know, I, if they continue to win, especially this weekend. I think Pittman will be, uh, he'll be safe. I don't, I don't know that you can him if he turns it around, and gets to a bowl. It's not, maybe they do. I mean, a lot depends on too with that job. Who can you hire? Well, they could go hire Dan Mullen. So do you do that? Um, I don't know. Uh, I think Auburn's fine coaching wise. I think, you know, we knew coming into this season, it wasn't going to be Hugh Freeze's best team. I, I think they've done a good job of playing competitive football against the teams they're not as good as and then beating the teams they should. Uh, there's been no upsets. You know, they played Ole Miss pretty close, competitive against Georgia. If I'm an Auburn fan, I'm just like, well, this is just like, you know, the first year of, of whoever. And, uh, you know, you just kind of take it and uh, and move forward and, and understand that second year. Not everybody's Gus when they came in and went for the championship, right? Uh, it's more like Gene Chizik's first year. Down there, where I think they were eight and five in an outback bull team, and then the next year they won the whole thing. So, if I'm Auburn, I love the way recruiting's going. You know, I, I do think it's important for them to get to a bowl this year. Uh, I think they got a good shot to do it. Um, Arkansas, to me, it's it, 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 it had Arkansas lost at Florida. 
I think you're, if you're Auburn, you're playing a damaged football team at that point. Uh, but because they won, I think you can play, you're about to face an inspired football team. Uh, and so that kind of changes the equation. And obviously KJ Jefferson and the running backs are really good. I mean, they're good offensively. And, you know, Auburn does not have the firepower on offense that maybe they are going to. So that, that's kind of my take on that. I think Arkansas wins the game. Uh, I probably would not have picked that, uh, had we not, uh, seen them. Just, just play a resilient brand of football uh, in the swamp this past weekend. So, uh, I think uh, I think it'll be a tough one for Auburn to pull out. JC, um, I don't know when the Tech Stadium thing is going to end, but it's going to end uh, soon, or not soon. It's going to end a year or two, whatever. The buyout's never going to get real easy for a long time. But um, if you were Texas A and M or a school like that, that money is no object. You can basically hand the guy the check and say, "Fill it in." Where are you going to hire a guy to make it to make it where he can't say no? Who who is that guy? Man, I don't know that there is one, and I, I don't know that. I mean, Jimbo was that type of hire. So, do you do it again? I mean, you know, Dan Lanning seems to be a hot name that pops up with some of these jobs. Out at Oregon, but you know, he just he just got there. I mean, if you're Oregon, uh, you're not going to want to lose another coach. Although I think it's a blessing in disguise they lost Willie Taggart, right? Yeah. Um, with Mario, you know, Miami that's his home. Miami, you know, put a lot of money on the table, so so you get that. Dan Lanning, he's not a guy that's necessarily tied anywhere, so you really want to try to keep him. Uh, you know, I know Mike Elko's name is out there. Kayla DeBoer from Washington would be an excellent fit at A&M. Uh, I, I don't know that you don't go like, – like Elko's one of those guys, right? So as a coordinator, uh, and I first started noticing him and following his career when he was at Wake Forest. All of a sudden, one year, Wake Forest is playing really good defense. And you're like, how am I – they're not really a defensive-oriented team. Well, it's because of Elko. And then he goes Notre Dame and really does a great job there. And then A&M, obviously, he was really good there. And now he's winning as a head coach at Duke. So when you, when you look at it, so the guy that wins at Duke, you know, you're like, well, does that translate to a program like A&M where you have to go recruit at a high level, all that good stuff? Well, then you look at his background and you say, well, he's been at Notre Dame. He's been at A&M. He knows what to do there. Uh, you know, can he put together a staff, all that good stuff? And I, I think, I think that's the direction you go. And I don't think, I don't think you'd have to break the bank to get him. Uh, you, you need a ball coach in there. You need somebody that's going to maximize the talent they have uh, because they're always talented. And, and for the life of me, I don't understand why Jimbo hadn't been that guy, but you saw him kind of trail off at Florida State, uh, and then A&M's just kind of been the same old A&M, you know, seven, eight, nine wins a year. So, um, you know, if I'm them, I'm making a strategic decision uh, and going and bringing Mike Delco back from Duke, the last coach from Duke that took an SEC job. Uh, did pretty doggone well back in the eighties and nineties at Florida. So I think, uh, I think that that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good sign. And the other guy to win at Duke, David Cutcliffe was a pretty doggone good head coach at Ole Miss, uh, back in the day, rebuilding them after Tuberville left and all that. So if I'm A&M, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking for a name. I'm looking for a coach. And, uh, I think that's, uh, that's a smart move. Now, will they? 
I don't know. <laughs> because they, they like their shiny things. They like their big splashes uh, out in Texas, as we all know. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But that, that I would I, it wouldn't get past Mike Elko if I were uh, in charge of the Aggies. Yeah, that... Um, I don't really, I don't really know exactly how to how to determine the Tennessee Missouri game. Uh, quarterback in Missouri is darn good at times. Tennessee is better defensively. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? That's a big game for both teams. I mean, they won't uh, Missouri. You know, they're they're probably they're out of the East right now. Um, you know, probably not going to win the East, but uh, they uh, they want to get to a New Year's Six Bowl, like the Cotton Bowl or something, and sell that in recruiting. You know, you put 10 wins on the board, uh, 11, something like that. That's a doggone good year for Missouri. Um, so it's a big game for them. It's a big game for Tennessee, too, because, you know, they've, they've not been as good away from home uh, as they have been at home. Uh, and I believe that game, that game, yeah, definitely is in Columbia, Missouri. So, uh you know, they, uh, they're not as explosive on offense. Uh, and Missouri knows, uh, the last two years, man, they've given up 128 points to Tennessee, <laughs> 62, 24 in 2021. And then, uh, last year was 66, 24. Uh, so they've stopped them none. Uh, and I think Missouri's much better on defense and can really get to Joe Milton and, and slow that run game. And then I think on offense, if you're Missouri, you, you got to make sure that, that you protect Brady Cook and, and let him get the ball to his playmakers because Tennessee, the, the thing they do, the, the, one of their strengths this year is pass rushing. I mean, they've got they've got a good young defensive front, fella. I mean, in a couple of years, that thing's going to be, you know, former level era nasty. So um, they got to make sure they protect if you're Missouri. But uh, this is one I think Missouri wins. Um, you know, I think Missouri will probably beat Tennessee and they'll beat Florida. And then go to Arkansas, and if Arkansas is hot, man, that could be a heck of a game. Uh, I think they play that one on Black Friday after Thanksgiving, so that'll be a, uh, a big uh, – I think they call it the red line rivalry. <laughs> it was a big red line rivalry game coming up. Uh, who'd have thunk it to, at the end of the year? There are some scenarios where Alabama could not control its own destiny. They would put it in the committee's hands uh, if things play out the way they are right now with uh, you know Michigan, Ohio State. Winner in it, uh, Florida State would be in it, uh, Washington in it, Washington or Oregon. And then if it gets down to that, and Texas and Alabama both went out, is there any scenario where that committee would jump Texas, uh, jump Alabama over Texas and put Alabama in and leave Texas out after beating no. Alabama? Uh, if Alabama's in trouble if that happens, right? If, if you're sitting there behind Texas and needing to jump them to get to the final four. Yeah. I mean, if it's a one loss pack 12 versus Alabama, like let's say Oregon wins out, beats Washington, or, you know, something like that. Or let's even say a one-loss Ohio State or Michigan. Let's say Penn State gets over the hump and beats Michigan this weekend, then they beat Ohio State. You know, got a decision there with an SEC champion Bama team that hadn't lost since week two um, and that has a tougher schedule, you know. But if it comes down to Texas and Bama and they're both in their one loss, you know, the committee's already sort of hinted at we're going we're gonna to put a lot of – we'll put more emphasis on head-to-head. Uh, and all that. Now, if, if, if Bama played Texas again, 
if you ask yourself, would they would Bama would Texas win? I don't think so. I mean, I think Alabama's a much improved football team since then, and Texas is not. But uh, yeah, if the Horns keep winning, which you know, there's no guarantee they will, guys. I mean, they sure. Kansas State had them. Kansas State, shoot, I'd have probably kicked the field goal if I were their coach, taking my chances with another overtime. But um, you know, there's a good shot they lose another game. So you know, it's not to that point yet. But yeah, if it's if it's uh, you know if it's one loss Texas and one loss Bama, I think that head to head is going to play a big factor. Yeah. Uh, anything else for JC Deb before we let him? No, that's it. Thank you. Thank you, JC. I've been, uh, saying that. Of course, here, they don't want to hear that. They said, well, Alabama would beat them now. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, how could you even justify taking Alabama over when they beat them on their home field? Like the, the season is this season. People don't want to hear that. So we'll see what happens, JC. It's, uh, something, something probably will work itself out, but, uh, a lot of football to be played. Alabama needs to re- be ready to go on Saturday against Kentucky. Tell everybody where they can find you and get all your great stuff. All right, go to uh, jcandmorgan.com to download the the J.C. and Morgan uh, podcast. Subscribe to it. Or also the Chief Sports app is on the Apple App Store and also Google Play. Uh, And that's got J.C. and Morgan and some other stuff. And we got some some Alabama stuff coming up on Chief Sports app and other states as we continue to expand that brand. So, Go ahead and get in early for the Chief Sports app on the uh, Apple Store and also Google Play. Thank you, JC. Thanks, JC. Thanks, fellas. Have a All good one. All right, uh, Alabama won. Uh, mark this down, November 22nd, uh, Noah. Save the date. All right, starting at 7 a.m. You go in if you want to get uh, uh auto or a recreational loan. The earlier you start, the better rates you get. They have special rates on CDs. Uh, they also... Uh, have great deals on their checking accounts and also if you go on to www.alabama1.org and click on Black Wednesday, all that information is there. Uh, these guys do a great job during the holiday season trying to help you out. So, uh, get on there. These have become a member. If you're not a member of Alabama One, we'll talk with Mike Brown tomorrow about all their products and services. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. U.S. 43 southbound, backed up at McFarland, 69 congested at Union Chapel. McFarland heavy at Watermelon, 69 northbound. It's slow from Bear Creek up to Skyland. If you see other conditions, give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings now on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. A Soraya. For more from Tide 100.9, let's it fly! And Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud. Pressure Treaty Pine from Great Southern. You want to build, you want to build to last. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. Always remember. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Phone lines be open the entire second hour. We'll hear the Nick Saban sound. We got the blue plate special. Uh, will be coming up here in about 45 minutes. Uh, also we'll give out my dessert plate. Uh, the dessert plate and the blue plate, uh, killed it. Maybe the same this time. Yeah, maybe the same. There, well, I'll find me another dessert plate, but that's brought to you by the Chuck Norwood, the Remax Realty team. We'll talk about those guys in the second half hour. You're just a tied 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.
We're going abroad. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. Checking NBA games of note. The Nuggets knock off the Warriors 108-105. Denver now 8-1 and on the season. They were led by Nikola Jokic, who had 35 points and 13 rebounds. 76ers beat the Celtics 106-103. Philadelphia is 6-1 and with their sixth straight win. They're also 5-0 and at home this year. Mavericks lose it home to the Raptors 127-116. The Clippers lose on the road to the Nets 193. Clippers are 0-4 on the road and 0-2 with James Harden in the lineup. Rockets hammer the Lakers one. 2894 Lakers have now dropped to 0 and 5 on the road this season with that 34 point loss. Bucks beat the Pistons 120 to 118 despite star Giannis Antetokounmpo being ejected in the third quarter after getting his second technical foul. Damon Lillard led Milwaukee with 34 points. Suns over the Bulls 116 115 in overtime. Bradley Beal in his Phoenix debut had 13 points in 24 minutes. Knicks knock off the Spurs 126 105. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. The phone lines are open at 205-342-9904. Love to have you jump in on the show with us this morning. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Knipper. Andrew is my agent. Let him become yours out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Don't just pay the bill. Know exactly what you're paying. Andrew has been in this community since 2002. He and his family... Um, Obviously been here for a while, so whenever you have something come up, Andrew knows exactly what you need and how to help you. You got the backing of the national AZ Allstate, but the local flavor of Andrew and his staff. Give them a call today, 205-722-9201, Andrew Knifer, Allstate Insurance. Um, there's a report out that they, uh, they could do something to Michigan today or to Jim Harbaugh. I, I bet you they to satisfy everybody, maybe suspending for a game or two. What do you think they'll do there? You think they'll? I don't think they're going to try to pull this team out because they've done. Yeah. They got a chance to go. Uh, what will they do here? I think they'll prolong it and uh, uh, get the facts, and then uh, suspend him for three games next year. I don't think they can suspend him for Penn State and, and Ohio State. Uh, I looked at that as blue plate, really. Penn State game, uh, Michigan boy, Michigan can really score. I mean, they can really cotton pick and score. It's just a four and a half point deal, but they're playing at Penn State. So I think, uh, I think, uh, I think they prolong it. They, uh, you know, they put the board of trustees uh, at, at Michigan have come come in Jim's favor, and uh, the president and all those people have come in Jim's favor too. To the Big Ten commissioner, who is somewhat new, and I just think that uh, you know I, I, I agree with you that uh, there's no doubt that they did more than just look at you know they're trying to say that everybody does it. Well, everybody may do it, and I don't blame them for that. I do it too if I could get 
if I could get a good look at the sideline of the other team on a film, I'm darn sure I'd do it. Uh, that's part of coaching. But as far as sending somebody and having a budget and paying the, the guys way to, you know, to eat, sleep, and travel, I, I, it's got to be it's got to be something done. I think that they will. I think I think that they will let Michigan play it out, and I think they're hoping Barry that Michigan gets beat in yeah, one of these yeah. two games. Yeah. And if they do, then the Big Ten is off the hook. And I don't think they will do anything until – I think they will prolong it today when they make the announcement and, and wait until Penn State and Ohio State games are over. Yeah, I d- well, yeah, behind the scenes, yeah. They, they would rather Ohio State represent the Big Ten. It's just cleaner than having Michigan – uh, no, in case I didn't have a Michigan jump in there. Um, I know the, the, the problem they have is the, the coaches in the Big Ten are going to their president saying, man, and they're explaining to them what a huge advantage this was to Michigan. And they're, they don't care about Michigan, whether Michigan gets to the final four or not. They're, they're, uh, they're mad. And, uh, so I, I think that might be a problem with the, with the, these other Big Ten schools uh, being disappointed and and going to their presidents, well, and so we'll see if their presidents listen. Yeah. I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear, Barry, as the as the Big Ten commissioner. If if Michigan gets beat, I don't have to go through anything. So I I think I'm going to wait to see if if, if they don't see what happens there. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, do you think they might do something like after this weekend? Yeah. I think he'll do something at the Ohio State game. Yeah. All right, back to the uh, All-State hotline here. Get Tom back in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Barry. Good morning, Coach. I, I, I wanted to call. I, I'm sorry to call twice. Oh, but, uh, you know, the Michigan thing, uh, I, I read where there's a possibility, like you were saying, that there would be some kind of punishment handed down today and that it would center – they speculated, saying that it was center on uh, Harbaugh. But now, you know, let, I, let me let me see this. Ask y'all this: Do you think Harbaugh uh, may go to his administration and say, "Look, I do not want the kids to lose in this situation. This was all us. So if you have to suspend me, suspend me. But whatever, don't take these kids out of a chance to win a national championship." There it is, right there. There it is right there. You nailed it. Yeah. And uh, and I say you nailed it because I was thinking, this was a question I was going to ask both of y'all. Is this not a clear case where the adults, uh, and I'm referring to adults as being the coaching staff, they're the ones that's guilty. The yeah. kids are not guilty of anything. It's true. But the coaches are guilty. And to your point, it would be horrible to rob those kids of an opportunity to play for a national championship, especially when a lot of people are saying this is one of the best teams that's ever been at Michigan. That's a freaking mouthful when you think about Bo Schembechler and, and, and my favorite coach at, at Michigan was uh, Coach Lloyd Carr. Dad, do you think that uh, – I think if, if – Coach Harbaugh gets. Well, I think if there, I think if yeah, I think if there is some kind of letdown, then it would it, it'll, it'll lay on the coach. Uh, the penalty be on the coach. I, I'm still. You have to understand now the board of trustees 
of Michigan, who who has a lot of weight with the Big Ten, uh, is fully behind everybody. What everything that Michigan says, not usually not like that. I mean, when they when they get when they come when they come forth with a statement, where it's, it's uh, bring a knife fight to a gunfight. Uh, you know, uh, that's what the Big Ten's doing. Uh, they're going after them. I, I, I agree with both of you. I think that the best way to do it would be to penalize Harbor. I, I think if if I got this coming up, that I squirrel, I squirrel out of it and wait to see if Michigan gets beat before I do anything. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, but if they do, you know, if okay, let me ask you this, Tom. You I mean, it could be announced. It could be told to Michigan. Nobody else has to know about it publicly. Yeah, I think. Uh, are the other big? Would the other Big Ten schools say, and the other schools of the country, would they say? Okay, would they think that's enough if they take Harbaugh out and not punish the players? Will they be okay with that, or will they say no? It's got to go. Hey, he's responsible for the problem. They, they'll, they'll have to go by the, the by the ruling of Big Ten commissioner. But I'm saying, will they be okay with it? No, they'll never be. No, they won't be okay with it. I, I want to bring this up, okay, and it's kind of to that point. Uh, when Co- when when uh, Commissioner Slide took over the SEC, they were all at each other's throat in this conference, turning each other in. This one's cheap. That one's cheap. They do this, they, and it was just a romper room of crybabies everywhere, and. Uh, so he comes in, he said, okay, let me get y'all together, and we're going to have a little talk. And he said, I'm going to tell you something. We're going to run this conference like it's a, a Fortune 500 company. And all of y'all are uh, subsidiaries of the of the company. And you're going to quit all this bickering and bitching at each other and talking about turning each other in. We're going to quit that. We're going to make decisions based on what's paid for the company. If you don't like that, then we're going to have to do something about it. They well, believed it. They believed it, and he shut all that stuff up, and that's what better happen at the Big Ten. They're going to end up eating yeah. each other up. As far as the cheating is concerned, Tom, uh, when the commissioner came in, they turned to the NIL. The NIL is just all cheating. And so really and truly, you couldn't – they ended up almost – you know, they, they were turning people in, and they gave up on that because everybody's buying players. And right. still are so it, 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 right. it, it, it it's uh, sure. But, uh, what what wasn't his point though? Look, he probably got him behind closed doors and said, "Look at here, all of you are doing the same freaking thing. Maybe Vanderbilt's not, but the rest of you are, and you need to shut up." Don't you think he yeah. said that? I, mean, I don't. I don't. Point? I don't think they are doing the same thing. I don't think they're going to. People's games, getting tickets. Oh on no, the no, 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 no! I'm talking about the inner bickering. And, yeah, and, and you know, you brought up the JC about he did it, so we go. Yeah, doesn't that make mean? you sick? The romper room, the <laughs> romper room stuff. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it's a tattletale. And, and the SEC, and the SEC was in the romper room stage uh, uh, when Co- uh, when Commissioner Slive come in, and he stopped it. And, and look what happened. They flourished, and everything uh, took off, and they started making big-time money. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it's tattletales. It's like little kids. Um, yeah, so. but, but uh, your point, though, I think that it would be a shame for those kids on that team 
to be uh, poisoned, or not poisoned, punished by something that they had no control over and uh, didn't know probably anything about. If they, if they, if they like my kids, they probably, you could have told them they wouldn't, it would have went in one ear out the other. Yeah, these kids have no idea what's going on. No. Uh, they, no. they don't. Uh, we talk so that's about reason, it. That's the reason for a 10-page uh, outline to the NC to the to the Big Ten that they sent to them. Yeah, uh, you, you you like we sit around and we talk about this stuff on talk, talk radio. Those Bama football players over there, they could care less what we're talking about. They don't even know. What we're talking. You're exactly you're exactly right again. You're on fire this morning, brother. Actually, but uh, I read an interview that Terry on gave to somebody. I forgot who it was. Somebody sent to me on Twitter, and I was looking at it. And they asked him about the playoff uh, committee and, and what they said on Tuesday night. He said, you want me to give you an honest, truth answer? They said, yeah. He said, I don't know what they said. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, you know, some of the years where they were picking the Final Four or whatever. wasn't sure. Uh, the Alabama players were in bed asleep. They didn't know. They, had, they didn't get up to 11. They didn't that know. That Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, See you. Thank see you. you. Thank you, Tom. All right. I think we may be on to something there. I think uh, maybe Harbaugh will step in and say, I'm going to make this easy for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step aside for X number of games. Uh, I, don't, I don't agree. Can they not win without him? I just, I just think that I just think that if they have a chance to get around all of it, they will. Yeah. And they have a chance to get around all of it if, if Michigan would get beat. Well, the Big Ten does, but uh, Michigan. Yeah, I don't know. They got to rule something. All right, uh, we'll take the break here. Wayne's Pest Control serving over one hundred thousand customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since nineteen seventy three. Let the great folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne provides world class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1 and get $60 off your initial pest control service. Blue Plate Special will be coming in about 30 minutes, so get your money ready. Noah, get your money ready. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds gradually increasing today. The high for this afternoon around 78. Cloudy tonight, the chance of a few scattered showers. The low at 58. Tomorrow a cool day, cloudy with some light rain at times. The high tomorrow at 67 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 64 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, we talked about the uh, the Tide 100.9 app. There's a chat box on there. We did get uh, a message here. Uh, Dad's guy says, uh, this is from Jeff uh, from Hainville, said, but it's not, talking about the Michigan situation, uh, but it's not fair to the other kids whose teams got cheated, though. So we're saying they don't punish the Michigan kids, but uh, the kids on the teams where Michigan was there illegally filming 
those guys' games, which gave them an advantage when they played them. Uh, so maybe he's saying, I'm, I'm assuming he's saying, hey, tough luck. Uh, the Michigan kids need to suffer. Uh, those kids that these kids suffered on uh, in those games where they were illegally filmed. Your thoughts on that? Are we being too too soft there on that situation, saying don't punish the kids? I didn't know. I think it's on. I think it's on the coaches. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 think, I, I think it's on the coaches, and it's on the coaches, and the coaches. I think it. I think you're right on there. You know that kids don't know. Uh, I think it's on the coaches. I still think that if you're if you if you're going through something very difficult like this, and, you, and they, I may be dead wrong today, they may they may give a penalty today. But if you're going through a situation where you feel like you've got a chance, a slim chance, or more than slim chance, to get Michigan out of the out of the Final Four, and they got two games against very two very tough opponents, that you let you let that ride out, and you say behind the scenes to the uh, the, the Big Ten says to the Michigan what they're going to you know what they plan on doing after that. I just I think. I, I think the Big Ten would like to get out of it if they could, and that puts them out of it. All right, let's get to the uh, Alabama One hotline get Digger in. Good morning, Digger. Hi. Two things. Why does Tom get the call twice? I already got the bubble gut from the first call. <laughs> okay. Hey, he was talking talk about my son, Digger, in the first call, but he actually wasn't talking about my son, but he thought he was talking about my son. <laughs> I'm playing, Tom. I like you like it when you call, but come on, one time a day. Well, we like we, we uh we stirred his pot about the Michigan <laughs> thing, so he was itching to well, call back. That's what I want to talk about. Listen, Michigan is no school to be fooling around with. Everything goes through the legal department, and they got a law school that you can really uh speak highly regard of. Okay, like Texas, everything goes through the legal department going to do something to them, you better have a team of lawyers ready to go. And the Big Ten doesn't have that. They just have a commissioner that's trying to quell everything. And I'm with Wimp here. They're just going to push this thing past 90 days and you know. But what, is, him, the, what, uh, is, what is a lawyer going to say? I mean, they got clear records of these guys going by the tickets. I mean, <laughs> That's why I can't. We're going to lawyer up. So basically, what you're saying is we're going to lie. <laughs> what do you What do you think they What do you think they did when they showed all this video and said, "What do we got to do? We got to counter." So they said, "Well, Rutgers shared signals with Ohio State." You know, all they're doing is pointing fingers at each other. Tattletelling is what I call it, dude. Exactly. The point I'm trying to make, and you know, and you guys, I'm, I'm talking about the SEC. You guys are guilty of this too, okay? <laughs> Don't go thinking it's just Big Ten. The SEC does their widening. Well, you got, you got to understand the rule, digger, and the rule. You, you can you can try to find the other guys' signals all day long, yeah, film and everything in the world, but you can't send people there, digger. You understand yeah, that, Yeah, right? and that is a rule. But you guys aren't following rules either. Well, who are they saying? Are you following rules when you got $100 in the McDonald's bag and you're handing it off to the recruit 
That's against the rule. Yeah, Pruitt and you, and you get, and where, dead guilty where is of that. Pruitt? And where is Pruitt? He got fired. He got exactly. Fired. That's what I'm saying. He's going to have a just cause, and he's going to have to sit out. Show, okay. call, show calls, not just calls. Show calls, yeah. I'm thinking union. I'm thinking union. There you go. I'm way ahead of the game. I'm thinking union for the player. But yeah. real quick, I feel much better about the playoff situation because it was brought up. Conference champions will be considered. When you get the Big 12 champion going up against the SEC champion and they did a head-to-head, who wins, whoever wins, goes. You think well, so? Hey, Digger, I'm huh? a, and I got JC, and JC was said Texas would would go. JC exactly. knows. JC knows. See, you don't ever give us credit when we get out the good stuff. Hey, hey Digger, do you think that you I guys are answer, the only show on that radio station? Hold on a minute, Let, Digger. What'd you say? We're the, Wait, only what? Show, we're the only show that what? You're the only show that does it. You're the only show that's pointing out head to head count. And yeah. you're doing well. And by the way, hysterical. This is hysterical. They got a guy in Texas that breaks down all these press conferences and everything. And he complimented the, the father-son combo. He loves it. Because the truth does come out. Now only if we can get Saban and his daughter to do the press conference. The truth will come out somewhere in between both of them. Um, you said the SEC I does it, Digger. They they brought in Cam Newton and his daddy and said, did you take any money? And he said, no. They said, okay, you can play. Uh, of course. <laughs> uh, of course. I know. Look, we're all guilty of it. Yeah. We're trying to get the best player. Yeah. Okay? There you go. So, And, and y'all are whining about the NIL, but nobody wants to say that Georgia and Alabama are spending the most money on recruiting. Oh, sure. Okay. I ain't whining about the NIL. I ain't saying about that. I ain't saying right. whining about it. So, I mean, I don't like it, thing, but it is what it is. I don't want to agitate you, Barry. Okay. One more thing about the hit. Okay? Because okay. we brought this up the other day. Okay. Randall comes out with four or five videos where Turner's sitting there bed-checking the quarterback. Okay? You're not supposed to land on him. They teach you not to land on them. You break your fall on the quarterback. Okay? Y'all using this excuse, the law of the physics doesn't allow that. They do it in the NFL. You need to do it now. And when they asked Saban about that two days ago at the presser, he kept talking about the targeting. He said absolutely nothing about landing on the guy, which was the penalty. So, so what Think you're saying you, is you run up to the guy, and all of a sudden, just you get to him, you stop. Baloney. Well, you no, you guy, don't stop. You tackle a guy head on, bigger. You're going to you're going to land. On. You can't do that. I mean, break it your sounds, fall. Break your fall. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it sounds, you fall break your fall. You break you roll your off of the guy. You, 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 it's roll sad, off the guy. Don't roll on top of him. Oh, card Paul. You can't do that. That's all happens in just seconds. Yeah, That's so you, stupid. You can't. Uh, when it's the guy's that up fast. in the air. You know the guy's up in the air. Don't pile on him and pile driving in the ground. <laughs> it's a penalty. There you go. I'll let you, you go. Thank you, Digger. Uh, Thank I you, Digger. Take a hike. He said we're the only show that's saying maybe Texas could get in. So uh, there you go. All right, uh, Noah, let's hear what Coach had to say. Uh, we got to talk about this Kentucky game, man. People are just trap game. Trap game, Noah. It's trap game. Uh, all right, here's Nick Saban yesterday after practice over in the Moore building. 
All right, guys. Well, I think the most important thing is um, players are a little better today, a little sluggish yesterday, but uh, responded a lot better today. Um, you know, I think it's important that, you know, tough to play in our league on the road. Uh, you got to be, try to be physical, be the most physical team that Kentucky kind of prides himself in being. And you got to have the right mindset and the right, you know, mental approach to being able to do that in terms of how you practice, how you prepare and what you do and your mindset when the game comes because you just can't turn it on and turn it off. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that if you're going to be, you just can't say you're going to be the most physical team. You got to be the most physical team when the game comes. You got to have the right mental approach so you're prepared so you can execute, be the most disciplined team when the game comes. And, uh, that's what we're really focusing on. And I think the players were a lot better today. So, um, we're making progress and we want to continue to try to improve, but this is a challenging game. The way these guys play on offense, defense, they got good players. So it's going to be a test for us. There's Nick Saban. I think coach tries to, uh, I think he tries to keep it fresh uh, when he's trying to figure out a way to have his team ready to play. Uh, that he's better than most of what he what he talks to them about, um, how he gets the message across to to get them ready for that particular game, whatever problems might come with it. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think he is. You know, I think he's. I think we know pretty much that the best thing that the best thing that Kentucky does is run the football. The best thing that Alabama does is to stop the run. <laughs> So my point by saying that is that if Alabama is ready to play and they're not mentally thinking this is going to be easy, uh, then they'll do that and they'll win the game. But, you know, the, the strength of Kentucky uh, is versus the strength of Alabama. The quarterback in Kentucky is not a great thrower. He's not going to beat you throwing it basically most of the time. But I think Coach does a good job of, you know, of just being – you know, not going overboard on anything. And I think he just tries to show them a little bit of just regular talk rather than X's nose or whatever. So, you know, he does, he does, they've got good players and they play hard. They basically play hard all the time. Uh, you know, it's just like, you know, you take talk shows. Nobody calls that about Kentucky games. They're, they call it about it this year of five minutes. Kentucky game, you never hear about, you know, they don't call it that because they're yawning. They don't, they think it's going to be easy. But if you get beat in that, like Gene said, if you get beat in that game, then uh, they call it in a bunch. All right, uh, let's get to the uh, Alabama One hotline. Tony wants to respond uh, to Digger. Good morning, Tony. Hey, bud. Um, hope y'all are having a good day. Yeah, um, I only caught the tail end of the last call, but um, that guy's full of it, man. I, again, I've coached football my entire day. That tackle it's picture perfect. That's the way we teach it. You see what you hit, put your face mask. We aim for the ball, but sometimes the guy's a little taller, so it's harder for them to bend down that much. So you 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 put your face mask, chest area, wrap up, drive him back. That's it. If that's the case, if Jaden Daniels, the same principle he's talking about, if you don't want to land on your back, then you better figure out a way to spin when the guy's tackling you, so you won't you won't hit your head on the back of the ground. He is, guys, again. You know, I, I, I said this, I think I said this Monday when I called. The, listen, there is no, I don't know if there's a safer way to make the game of football other than quit playing it. Um, basketball, I've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of pretty major injuries in basketball. Every Everything that you do when you start competing, there's a risk of getting injured, some severely, 
dumb, maybe nagging. But the fact is, that to me was a football hit. I don't care what anybody calls in and says. I teach it every day for now going on 22 years. And I, I again, when I called y'all, I didn't say, I don't, I don't know why he was penalized. I didn't see a penalty. It, it, you know, I, I didn't see him do anything wrong on that. And, you know, then, then I, I was told I didn't see the game and y'all making look it up. I was told that a running back got called for, um, um, unsportsmanlike or, or, or a personal foul or something like that for running over a defensive back in the NFL. I, I just, I don't, I don't understand where it's going again. I understand we want to keep the players safe. I do. I, I understand that. But outside of putting flags on them, uh, especially at the quarterback position, I don't know what else can be done to make it any safer. Yeah, you got top line equipment, you know, uh, technology. You've already dumbed down the defense so much they really can't make contact. Uh, you can't, you, you know, you can't get your head out in front of people anymore and block like you used to could because then now they call it a pill black or whatever. Uh, it, it's just, guys, I, I don't know where it's going, but uh, football is a collision sport. Uh, uh, basketball's full contact. It, it's contact sport. Uh, football's collisions. It's based on collisions. If if you don't want to get hurt, you don't want to have torn ACLs, don't play. Again, nobody's forcing them to play. And uh, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, when you slow this stuff down in slow motion, like, yeah, you could look oh, at yeah. that. But those, that's not how the game's played. And that guy's coming full speed. It's like when the umpire's trying to make a call, it's a bang, bang play. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes they get it right, sometimes they don't. But the, it, it, yeah, when you look at slow motion, it's a lot easier to make that. But that thing's going full speed to say, don't land on the quarterback when you're coming straight at him. That's not, that's not even possible. That's not possible. It's not no. possible. Uh, so, and if bigger things it is, it, uh, you know, I, w- I want to see his physics degree and everything else. I, I want to see where he can prove that that's possible and that the NFL does it. That's, that's crap, y'all. The NFL doesn't do that. Now, you, you say it's pitch perfect tackle. I, I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, but mm-hmm. on a bang bang play like that, I could see where people would have called it targeting, uh, and then review it because it looked, it looked like it. Now, when you go review it, whatever. So when those, Plays happen bang bang like that, you know, um, and and they did review it. I didn't think they did, so when I stood mm-hmm. everybody up on Monday, I talked to an official. <laughs> they said there is an automatic review on all those things. They may not have been told to, especially in targeting situations. So it was reviewed. So the the announcers just didn't do a good job of telling us there. So well, um, okay, so let's move on from that because, like y'all said earlier, it's it's kind of in the past. Uh, Gentlemen, let me ask y'all something and, and get y'all's opinion. If Alabama, and, and, and they better work, I'm telling you, Kentucky is, scares me a little bit. Yeah. But if, oh. if, um, if they went out and everybody else holds serve, let's say Michigan holds serve, beats Ohio State, they're eliminated. Let's pretend that Oregon beats Washington and or Washington stays unbeaten. They're in. Florida State, I don't see anybody beating them. They're in. Guys, I don't, if Texas don't lose, I don't see Alabama making it. I don't. I don't know. I may be wrong in that, but what is y'all's opinion on that? Well, we're in the minority. We agree with you. I don't see them jumping, and everybody's arguing with me that we got to look at it now. Well, the game's played this season, so I don't think they well, jump them. I don't think they jump them. I agree with well, you. Well, Coach, the, the, the evidence is there. I mean, listen, if, if there's anybody in, in the country that thought that TCU was one of the four best teams last year, I thought that was kind of laughable. 
So what that tells me is it's never been about the four best teams. I, I think it has been at times, but um, last year it wasn't. And if it's, I don't know if the committee's completely different now, but I, I, you got to look at where Alabama's currently positioned. We're not positioned very well, and we haven't moved up. Nope. So that tells me that they're waiting on somebody to lose to force us up. Yeah, they're hoping that and takes care of itself is what they're hoping. I agree. So I totally agree with you. Well, y'all have a good day, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you, you, Tony. All right. Uh, all right, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Have an accident, and it could have been avoided. Someone hit you in, um, on the highways. You have a problem at uh, in your neighborhood. Hopefully, you don't have a problem with your family, but if you do, but it's an unusual situation, and the injury occurs, and you don't know how to handle it. That's just plain easy talk. Then you call 345-1234-205 area code for Prince Clover and Hayes. Uh, probably they have been down the road, I know they have, with the same type thing. They'll advise you on telephone. And once you decide that you need to go further with it, then you go to 701 Rice Mine Road, you sit down with these guys, and, and you visit with them, and they, they take your case, and they represent you in a coat and tie, and they go after these people, and they do everything they possibly can to get you what you deserve. Prince Glover and Hayes, 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the uh, website. If they don't win, you don't pay. You just are tied to 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways around the area. Now, we do see some congestion on McFarland in the construction zone of Northport and on Skyland down at 69. Everything else looks good. If you see conditions, give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings now on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Are you? Eli Gold, Chris Stewart, and Roger Hoover live right here. Tide 100.9 is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Seven thirty, uh, Coach Nate Oates uh, will join me the first time we've had Coach on in a while, so we appreciate him taking his time. Game day tomorrow, they play Indiana State, so we'll talk to Coach about uh, the newcomers, about that particular game, and uh, he can make he can comment on the recruits uh, that they signed. Uh, we'll have all that tomorrow. All right, real quick, uh, let's go back to Coach. Uh, we've talked about defending the run. Uh, and that Alabama needs to do that, that, uh, this Kentucky team can do that. Uh, they can run the football and it gives them an opportunity to, uh, control the clock if they can do that. So here's what coach had to say on defending the run. Um, well, we'll get tested this week because these guys will run it. Uh, they're, they're bigger. Uh, they'll be in bigger personnel, you know, um, situations and, um, you know, we, we may not have, 
you know, all of our defensive players ready to play, but we got to get the guys that are ready to play to play physical on the line of scrim- scrimmage, strike blockers up front, have good hand placement, everybody fit their gap right, make good adjustments to all the formations and motions, so we got edges where we need to have them. So this is really a, a challenging game for us from that standpoint, so we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, how good we are against the run. Uh, Dad, I think that's one area where Kentucky calls Alabama problems with the run. Alabama's done a pretty good job against that, uh, this year. Uh, let's also, well, let's hear what he said about Kentucky's ability to, for explosive plays and we'll have Dad comment on what Coach said. Yeah, well, I think they play a lot of zone, you know, on defense. Um, and they do a good job of matching patterns. Uh, and they always try to get underneath the deeper and play deep or short. Uh, which makes you be patient and throw the ball, check it down. Um, I think offensively, because they can run the ball really well, uh, and they got really good play action passes, and sometimes they're only two man routes, but it's great protection. Uh, so they have the opportunity with some pretty good receivers, um, you know, to get downfield. Um, so uh, that's probably the reason on both sides of the ball. Um, so. They're well coached and they do a good job with their play action game tying into their run game and the formations and motions to get people down the field with maximum protection uh, has afforded them the ability to make a lot of big plays. You know, it just kills me. Uh, coaches, these guys, they pour over film and then <laughs> we got all these ex coaches and Twitter coaches and the, 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 these guys, uh, they spend so much time that breaking all this stuff down and try to have their ta- their players prepared uh to play just it's uh it's it's interesting all the work that goes into all that well it sure is and um it, it's you know when you play zone defense in, in football i'm not talking about basketball now in football um you know there are a lot of gaps they just are i thought you had that area you know i had it, it really you've got to really work at that so I think I think a passing game will be better against the zone defense in the, in the backfield than it will against man. I, I don't know maybe because it's man. They're playing zone because they don't feel like they got good man. So um, again, as I've said, I think uh, I think Alabama's strength is against their strength. They they run it well. Alabama defends it well. Just long, you just got to be ready to play. And uh, if you're ready to play, then you're okay. And so I think that's the, that's the kind of game they'll be. I think the game. As far as the crowd being in the game is is a little bit uh, less home field advantage being at noon uh, than it is uh, in, at uh, it's seven o'clock or two thirty or, or actually six thirty game or something like that. I think it's better there. So you in coaching you have to win the games you're supposed to win in your mind, and then get some of that you're not supposed to, or it could be anybody's game, and that's what. Uh, that's what Alabama has now. Alabama has uh, the games left that they're going to be favored in. Auburn will be favored in, but it'll be a hard game, and uh, Chattanooga will be relatively easy. So, you know, they're 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 sitting here in, in decent shape. Um, I, I I think the big I think the big question lies if if we want to carry it further is if Alabama were to beat Georgia. Would Alabama go? I think they would uh, over everybody. Uh, I, I, I don't know what, because you got you got you got Oregon or Washington going, 
You've got uh, Ohio State or Michigan going. Uh, you've got Florida State going. And that leaves another spot. So you're saying they're going to jump Texas? I think if they beat Georgia, they would. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they I do. do. I, if I were Texas I would, and I went out, I would be so mad. Like I, I scheduled them. I beat them. I beat them on their home field. I agree. I don't want to hear about I, I agree who, that. who would win today. It don't matter. We yeah. ain't playing today. We've already played. I, I agree. <laughs> so. I agree. I think, I think Texas, I don't know what kind of problems they'll have in, in the rest of the games. They got to go against Oklahoma again. They'll be more excited to play Oklahoma, I assume. It may not be Oklahoma. maybe Oklahoma State that they play for the championship. Um, Oklahoma's kind of gone south a little bit, and I haven't really checked the records to see. But uh, uh, Texas with another quarterback is is interesting to see. So. All right, we'll take this break. We'll come back. We'll pick out a little later here about the blue plates. But well, before, before, before we close, why does Peyton Manning have to be on the on a on a cotton picking? I asked that Jenny last. Actually, he 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 tries to be funny. Tries to be. He can't stand not being in the limelight. And first of all, the the show was last the show last night was terrible, terrible. Yeah, it wasn't. It was awful. And uh, Jelly Roll, whatever his name is, can go back to rolling jellies. Uh, whatever his name was, Jelly Bush or Bush Jelly or whatever his name is. He's a rapper, right, Je- Noah? He Jelly. definitely does some of that, too. Jelly Roll. Rapping, rock and roll and all that. Fun. Well, he needs to fix his face, get those, get those. Uh, I mean, it was terrible. And, and Peyton man no more needs to be on there than, than Sam, my dog. <laughs> you want Pat McAfee on there? No, Lord, I don't want him on there. But Peyton man, Peyton, Peyton, he's dying to be on everything's on TV. Everything he wants to be on. Yeah, they, 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 they've been there, done that. They had him on once or before. Oh, that's enough. Take a hike. That's enough, Peyton. Oof. All right, okay. uh, the Blue Plate uh, Special's right around the corner. Uh-huh. I, I don't know where we are on breaks. No, you'll have to settle me out <laughs> on that. You also tied 100 points. Oh, and also Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. You can look at the new inventory, the used Inventory also schedule a service right there. We talked to my main man Justin. The stock they got a ton of stock out there, a ton of cars out there. They're ready to make you a deal. Also, this blue plate special is brought to you by Chuck Norwood, the Remax Realty Team. We'll tell you a little bit about Chuck and his group down there when we get back from break. This is the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways around the area. Now, we do see some congestion on McFarland in the construction zone on Northport and on Skyland down at 69. Everything else looks good. If you see conditions, give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings now on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m. The Martin Houston Show. Join us tomorrow as we honor our veterans as well as we'll roll out our score prediction contest with total rush yards as a tiebreaker. We'll continue our finish this statement segment. We'll look for the players of the game and we'll also review Bama Hoops versus Indiana State. Those conversations and more right here on the Martin Houston Show powered by Max Sports. Catch the Martin Houston Show from 6 to 7 weekday mornings on Tide 100.9. Everybody loves. 
100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds gradually increasing today. The high for this afternoon around 78. Cloudy tonight. The chance of a few scattered showers. The low at 58. Tomorrow a cool day. Cloudy with some light rain at times. The high tomorrow at 67 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 66 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, uh, this Blue Plate Special is brought to you by Chuck Norwood and the Remax Realty Team. They're out in yeah. Bell Shores, Orange Beach area. Uh, they don't do the rentals. They, they, they you can buy, uh, from if you want to sell down there, they'll get you a great price for your property down there. If you want to buy, uh, then they will, you know, find the best deal for you down there. So give Chuck and this group a call. You can go to chucknorwood.com or 251-948-1212. And Chuck gets excited when dad hits the blue plate special. Currently seven and three. Uh, much better than that guy on ESPN and Doug Bell. I think that guy on ESPN is like 10 and 24. He needs to find a new job. And Doug needs to quit picking games as well. But uh, where are we going? What did you look well, at? Well, I have been until today, and not because you uh, anything you said, but until today I had my mind made up. Um, I changed it today. I had my mind made up on Boston College uh, getting one and a half points against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is no more ready to play offensively than a goose. They don't win on the road much. Um, I looked at it and looked at it and looked at it, and I had my mind made up all week to do that. I changed my mind today when the Auburn-Arkansas um, game dropped down to two and a half. It took away the field goal. So on my paper, it's two and a half. And based on it being two and a half, um, I'm taking all uh, Arkansas. It is two and a half. You're right. Yeah, I think in Arkansas. Study. Yeah. So, so why? Why is that grind going? I don't down? know. I don't know. I think I think Auburn is better than we think they are. But I'm going to take Arkansas because it's two and a half. It takes away the field goal. Well, that, that'll make Chuck happy. He wouldn't be like it if you took Auburn. Well, you know, he got all whack-crack when I picked Auburn. Take Auburn, but win. He's just trying to win. Yeah, That's why people win. don't win in this gambling stuff. Cause they try well, sure, to, they bet on their heart. No, no, but that they try to find too many games. Like, you just got to sure. find one. And that was yeah. the one that week. And last week, I thought we found two. Uh, and so I'm, uh, I'm riding with that one because I've been saying it all week now. Yeah, I'm, I think that's the one. I think we, when they drop down two and a half today, I said to myself, I'm dropping that Virginia Tech game. I can't tell. Uh, the, the, it was, it was one and a half. One and a half is Virginia Tech, uh, uh, Boston College game. And Boston College has scored a lot of points. I studied that thing like crazy. And Virginia Tech is up and down, way down. But when you look at them, they were down against Louisville. A lot of people are down against Louisville, and so I got scared of that. Um, I still think it, I still think Boston College will cover, but uh, uh, I think Boston College may be a one and a half point favorite. I have to give one and a half points. I get one and a half points. I mean, so but anyway, right, Noah, you got that, Noah? So take the Woo Pig Suey minus two and a half, two and a half. against Auburn. Uh, make sure we tag my man Chuck on that. All right, that was going to be my dessert plate, so I'm going to change. Um, Go to go to go to Clemson. I'm, no, I'm going to Georgia. I'm taking Georgia yeah, minus minus ten and a half against Lane Kiffin. 
Uh, I think uh, yeah, Kirby uh, Smart's team plays great defense. They ain't studying Lane Kiffin, and no. uh, they will they will be energized. It's a night game. That place will be electric. So take the Georgia Bulldogs minus ten and a half against Ole Miss Rebels and Lane Kiffin, even though that half does scare you. Uh, so that's that's where I'm going my my dessert plate, uh, Noah. So uh, anyway, last week uh, we we took Utah, and then we had. Um, Louis I kind of like I kind of like that Washington Utah deal. Mm. I like Washington that game. Even most that yeah. Mm. All right, uh, Nate Oates tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna be on with you guys for an hour tomorrow. We play uh, at Greensboro tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, I know it's Veterans Day tomorrow, so there's no school uh, for the kiddos. So I will be playing up there. So I'll duck out after uh, we talk to Coach Oates. Look forward to visiting with him. Uh, in the seven o'clock hour, right there at seven thirty. So uh, I know he's excited about this team. And um, so anyway, we also want to thank Alabama One. Alabama One. Go to www.alabamaone.org for all their products and services. I've got the car loan, I've got the credit card, and I've got the mortgage. And they knock it out of the park on any one, all three of those. So let them do the same for you. Go to www. Dot alabamaone.org. A lot of people are closing banks. They are growing and adding, and uh, they do a great job for me. Let them do the same for you. That's it for today's show. We'll get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris Show, so keep it locked in. Thank you, Noah. Noah's flying solo back there for us, so we appreciate all the phone calls. Yeah, Digger, even your call. It was good today. Um, I think you Digger likes because sometimes we say, we agree with him on Texas. So, anyway, you listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody.